Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Wash Knobs, the only wash podcast that knows the secret of Pepe Sylvia. You have made it all the way to episode 245. Michael, that was a good intro. Did you run from across your room yelling, hey? What did you do? It's <laughs> across my very large office. Yeah, right? Uh, no, I kind of just moved my head around a lot. It's crazy. Like, I can tell when you're not facing your microphone. This microphone is because it's super pro and serious i have to i have to be like right in front of it almost eating it for it to work michael michael how how dare you do something that makes us look more like an actual watch podcast <laughs> what are you doing by the way we still need to get you one of these yeah i'm gonna hold out for as long as i can <laughs> i'm joking i know i'm sorry I know I, you like the blue snowball. <laughs> I got a, it's my USB microphone. I've recorded. It's a little sad. It's a little sad to let go of equipment. I Do you, rem- you remember all of the talk? You know, we used to talk about the, uh, the original TBWS laptop and how that thing struggled, but it, it kept going and going. That thing. I remember having to pause what we were doing to give your laptop a second to catch its breath. It's hard to let go of equipment. I recently, uh, I, I recently fixed that thing up. I put a different operating system on it. And it's, it really? It's it's kind of like my favorite computer right now. That's it's really so really good. good. That's so fucking good. Damn it, that's great. Um, hey everyone, you've made it all the way to episode two hundred and forty-five. Two book watch house podcast. If you've made it this far. Good for you. You're a true fan. You're a true fan. Not like all those other dicks that stopped the 244. Fuck those nerds. You're a true fan. <laughs> you made it all, all the way to episode 245, and this is going to be a good one because we literally can't remember if we've done it before. That's how you know it's a good TBWS episode. Yeah. Don't remember <laughs> if we've done this episode before. We're yeah, like, we used to be really good about keeping track of uh, the series you know episode uh, yeah. there was a long running one the uh, watch brands we know nothing about which watch is pretty brands good nothing I mean. about um affordable watch brand Vintage. yeah we just like i think we did like an affordable yeah we did like a like a digital one and then we did like all kinds of like like vintage diver one like that was cool cool what happened to those guys but we don't know we don't know if we've ever talked about um uh changing bodies and field watches in the same episode <laughs> That that's great segue. That's right. You made it to episode two hundred and forty-five. Field watches and your changing body. Um, we didn't know what else to call the episode. This is an episode where we're just going to talk about field watches. Field watches have been on my mind a lot. I think I talked about them last episode. For me, in my mind, um, the field watch is what I'm missing in my kind of core six watch six watch collection. And anyone that's familiar with my six watch collection. You're probably kicking your car stereo and saying, but Kaz, you have the Seiko SNK805. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is kind I, of piloty. I, exactly. It's not good with the sword hands and everything. Like, it doesn't read to me um, kind of how I would want uh, uh, a field, like a field watch uh, to read. So It's also good because I think aside, for, you know, if you're somebody that's just discovering this podcast and, you know, we, we are focused on beginner collectors and getting into the hobby and making the hobby approachable. I think aside from dive watches, the other, the next most common watch that you're probably going to find if you're looking for best, most affordable watch article here and there, it's probably going to be a, 
a field watch of some kind. Uh, so they're pretty popular for you know beginners and a great way to get into the hobby. Well, because they also generally get pulled into being like an everyday watch, quote unquote. Yeah, it's not yeah. a dress watch. It's not a big bulky yeah. diver. It's like oh, it's a field watch. That's your everyday watch. Yeah, that's your um. What is it? From the boardroom to the what is it? What the fuck is it? What's the stupid shit they say? I've seen so many different variations from, of that copy. From the boardroom to the bedroom. What is? What is it? The worst. The worst one that I've ever that I've seen, and it was recent, was from some some dork company that makes like <laughs> from the battlefield to the boardroom was the most recent horrible iteration that I saw. So stupid from the battlefield where you you literally slay your clients, you hold them down and dethroat them with your fucking teeth because you're a winner. Oh my god! Only winners wear our watch. It's like oh my god, Jesus, dude! It's like the Mister Tarkanian skit from um, SNL where Pierce Brosnan's interviewing for a job and Will Ferrell's the guy interviewing him, and like he. I gotta see that one. Okay, it's very funny. For anyone else (laughs) um, that understands the skit I'm referencing. It's good. Oh, Mr. Targaryen, I've been doing cocaine and push-ups all day, and I'm ready for this. Oh, Scott, <laughs> I love it. I'm literally going to murder you. It, 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 I'll say the link. It's very nice. It's not nice. It's horrible, <laughs> but it's, it's very funny. But that's what that's I picture good. when someone goes from the battlefield to the, was it the, the pantry, the boardroom, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck they were, they were saying. Overall, yeah, everyday watch is going to be attractive because at the same time, this might be the first time that somebody spends, uh, you know, three figures on a watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, or even even more than fifty bucks on a watch. I I was I was sweating when I when I paid like sixty five or seventy for my SNK. That was the first like mm-hmm. the first watch purchase I thought about, and I remember I remember feeling so irresponsible. Like I have I have people that count on me. What am I doing spending sixty dollars? This can this can really evolve into a coming back to our roots episode, I think. So I'm excited. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, so this is going to be a ton of fun. I chose three field watches that I thought were particularly interesting, maybe kind of bucking some of the typical trends that one would associate with field watches. And I can talk a little bit about that. Um, all of mine are under 500 bucks. They should be under 500 bucks. Um, I chose three watches. Michael, you chose three watches as well, right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Don't be too excited. <laughs> I was I was thinking about my, my the price on mine, and I think I think I'm also because things have changed, man. Times have changed. Brave new world out there, dude. Seiko prices yeah, are SN- going. Oh, sorry. SNKs are over a hundred dollars. I love how we're totally on the same fucking wavelength. I was gonna say where Seiko prices are going up and Rolex prices are going down. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Not unless you want a fifty millimeter titanium. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Well, here, let's do this. We have to honor tradition. We have we hold nothing sacred on this show, Michael, except our love for each other and one paltry little tradition. Michael, for the 245th time, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? It's so true. It, it is a tradition. <laughs> I will I will kick us off. I am wearing a charming little watch. It's nice and light, very comfy. Uh, I haven't dressed it up at all. It's, it's on its stock nylon strap. Mm-hmm. This is the, uh, it comes in at under 500. You can probably find it for less in some places, but it is the Marathon pilot navigator uh 
the most recent generation with the stainless steel case back, the stainless steel crown, and the sapphire crystal. Is it like the resin case one? Is that is that the one? It's, yeah, it's the resin case. It's it's um it 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 kind of stems from that that mil spec uh, standard that other brands have have produced. Uh, you know, Benrus is the the popular steel one, and then. There, there might be a few other ones floating around. Mark II makes makes a version of this watch, but this mm. is uh, this is the um, this is the resin case one that Marathon makes. And you know, I, I I used to be very very angry and angsty and impatient, and I, I would always Tell want Marathon <laughs> I always want Marathon to make a, a steel version of this. They teased it they teased it pre pandemic, and it just never happened. Um, but the the resin is kind of it's still kind of 90s it's kind of cool um you know if you follow some of those pages that document uh, you know people that actually use this in the field uh, on deployment things like that a lot of them have this plastic version and Mm. it's they they've lasted a really long time so it's just so light it's really really cool and it's got the tritium tubes and i don't know it's just fun you can track two time zones and I have the, uh, there are a bunch, there are not a bunch, but there are a few different dial variations you can get. You can get one that says like marathon U S government or, and then you can get that with or without a date or you can get a dial that's completely sterile. So this one is no date, uh, no branding. It just has the, um, the, uh, the same like type two dial that, you know, is on a lot of these other, these other watches. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> two, two funny things about this watch. Did I ever tell you one of my old coworkers at the startup I worked at before this, like a, like a tech startup, West coast based tech startups, just five cool dudes making cool shit. Did I ever mm-hmm. tell you he randomly bought a watch and it was a resin marathon. And that is so not his MO at all. Did I ever really? tell you about it? Yeah. He's like, cause like, I guess the buddy, his, uh, he like was into watches and like, he was like, oh, my buddy like sent me a link for this like this like plastic watch. And, like I thought it looked really cool. And he sent me a photo. And I'm like, how on earth did you wind up on a marathon? Like, that's so not like a normal not I should say not normal. It's just you don't casually stumble on a marathon if you're not a watch person, I feel like. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> They're cool. And They're if you cool. buy it, I I got it from I got this one from Windup. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you get it from there, you get a cool little compass, which I lost. I was gonna no, I was gonna. That was literally <laughs> the second thing I was going to ask you. Did you get the clippy compass? I don't think I would ever wear a clippy compass on my watch, anyways. Oh, but I lost it. <laughs> How are you supposed to explore uh, the forests? <laughs> Nothing screams fanboy more than uh, walking around with. <laughs> clippy compass i really hope uh, I, I i like i want to see someone like wearing a clippy compass on their marathon and like delivering mail like in their office in like a short sleeve shirt with a tie you know what it means it's like <laughs> where, 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 where are you gonna get lost the compass is gonna help you man yeah no i don't have that i don't have that it's just it's just the watch on the i the one thing to note about these also i think the um i think people say the lug width or if you look you'll find that the lug width is 20, but there's something about these. It never really quite feels like 20. Even with the strap that Marathon gives you, it's a little snug. It's almost like it's a 19 or something. 
the um, the tolerances of how they're fabricating the resin it, it might it just be inconsistent. it could just be inconsistent yeah. um that's a good point you know um sometimes it can be really hard to be precise with uh this kind of resin or any sort of like polymer or like plastic material or whatever yeah but i don't know yeah, I don't know. I, I have this. Um, when I was at Windup, I saw the, I saw both the Benris uh, Type One stainless steel, which is basically this watch with a Swiss movement. Um, it looks really really cool. And then I saw the Mark II Paradive, which is also basically this. These these brands are all following the same brief. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of cool. That that's one of my favorite things about military watches is that. You have a lot of companies claiming that they own that connection to the heritage, but you really don't. You just got a brief from the government and you're trying to like win the contract. So yeah. that, it's it's kind of cool to see how different people try try to make the watch. Um, I don't know. I would like something. I would like this this watch or a version of it in steel someday. But um, man, those Mark IIs are hard to get. They, um, I was gonna say sale. like yeah that <laughs> that would probably be your best bet for something in this sort of iteration in all steel but yeah, yeah I don't know you're gonna have to camp outside his house yeah and the Benres is nice but it's like it's expensive it's, I think they're around sixteen hundred oh know? fuck that shit dude whereas the Mark II is like feels really really nice and I think he's he's just under a thousand. If you, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm wearing. Yeah, this is a cool one. I forgot. I keep forgetting. We need it's to- it. It's a really cool way to get. Uh, if you like, if you like piloty stuff, if you like mil spec kind of stuff, this is a. Maybe maybe that person was trying just trying to get to the front of the line on something that has some collector cred, some mm. some mil spec cred, some pilot cred all at once. <laughs> under under 500 bucks tritium tubes also that's not something you see in a lot of watches and you got okay so this thing i'm looking at on i'm looking at the right one this one's 420 usd right yeah yeah you could probably find it for i think uh i think mac at long island watch mac! For, for less <laughs> he probably doesn't like it when we do that if he if he listens <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, you know, I, it, it'd be funny to like uh, see him in person and and call out to him like that. And he's just like, don't do that. Oh, he probably bear maces. <laughs> he probably go, oh, it's funny, guys. And we just like, you know, I mean, obviously it'd be worth it. You know, it would be so worth it. We if could, we could, we could, if turn, we could it, turn it into content. We could turn it into a TikTok challenge. <laughs> call out, call out Mark from Long Island Watch's name in like the worst Long Island accent you could think of. Should we get a TikTok? Leave a comment. Should leave a comment? <laughs> like, <laughs> smash the subscribe button. I don't fucking know. I don't know what to. I, I don't know what to put on TikTok, dude. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure. Anyway, you got a watch on? You wearing a watch? I'm wearing a watch. I'm I'm so unthemed because I've just. I'm been... wearing a watch and I'm wearing a T-shirt that says your Raketa Big Zero is fake. I'm ready to record a watch podcast. 
<laughs> right. I'm not wearing my Rickett Big Zero, unfortunately. I should have though. I wish I'd known. <laughs> I, I, I'm. We had we had just run out before this, and then I was rushing back home to get ready to record. So I I, th- I just I threw on my uh, my Grand Seiko SBG two three three. Very nice. And that's what I had on the most unfield watch watch. I think I could possibly have picked. Very nice. I like it. I love my watch so much, man. Quartz it's supremacy. Damn straight. It's the uh, Grand Seiko Grand Seiko 9F82 quartz movements. It's titanium. It's the perfect dial color. It's the perfect size. It's just it's it's just perfect. And so um, that's what I'm wearing. Nothing nothing gracious or particularly outstanding. Everyone, if you've listened to a few episodes of this, you've you've heard me wearing that watch, but. I will tease. Did, did they update? Hold on. You can't just flash a GS and be done with it. But right. um, <laughs> do they? Did they update yours? Do they still make yours? I I remember, you know, for folks that have, may just be listening for the first time, it was kind of a journey to get this. Is this one still available? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like some like special limited thing. No, this remember. one's not limited. It's just a Japanese domestic market only model. Hmm. So, like, if you walked into like um one of the Grand Seiko boutiques here in the states, I don't think they would have it in there. Maybe they would order it. I have no idea. I got mine through Seiya Japan. Yeah. Uh, who is probably who everyone should get their watches through. Just throwing that out there. I've. Hmm. I love buying stuff from. I don't know why. It's always so pleasant. I've of experience. I get. It gets here so fast, and I never feel like, I don't know. I got a great price on my watch. That's all I'll say. And I had a great experience. Just, I, cool. I think I've got, I think I've purchased three watch, two or three watches from, say, in Japan. Yeah. I've never purchased one, but I hear, I hear the same thing from so many different people. I, I just want to. <laughs> this is a bad thing to say, but I, I almost want to get something just to see how the experience is. <laughs> No, that's valid. That's like, I mean, in my mind, that's a that's a facet of 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 how they've built the brand. Yeah, it's part of the brand experience. I would love to experience receiving a package from, say, Japan. Oh, what are you gonna buy? Oh, anything. Oh, oh I just want to get something from. Them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, there is a new iteration of the. Um, there is a new version of the of the of the nine F quartz movement that's out there. The nine F eight five. My SBG V two three three has the nine F eight two in it. Um, I don't give a shit. I, the only difference that I was able to see is that nine F eight five has um, independent uh, hour like jumping hand. A great feature. It's cool. I don't do a lot of jet setting, but you know. Across time zones, it literally, I think honestly, it would take me like 20 hours to cross a time zone, and half of that time I'm driving through Florida. <laughs> driving through Florida sucks, man. You know what I'm saying? Forever. It's just flat and desolate. You drive through a couple paper mills, and you're just like, this is horrible. <laughs> What's going on, dude? But that's what I'm wearing. Funny. Cas- uh, not Casio. <laughs> Grand Casio SBGV233. Grand Seiko SBGV. Two, three, three. Google it. You'll find my review for it. Um, I have a lot of fun photos of this watch, and so it's just, yeah. Should I tease? Should I tease? Tease me. Tease me. Tease me, sensei. Uh, I have a new watch coming in related to this episode. 
but none of the watches mentioned in this episode, I don't think. And you'll have to wait till Christmas to find out. I'll have to wait. <laughs> if you're all good boys and girls at home, maybe you'll find out when I get... No, it's, it's, it's getting here this week. Um, I always feel like it's a monumental occasion when I purchase a watch because it doesn't really happen a lot these days. Yeah, you don't do it as much as I do. <laughs> no, no, what I love is that you'll go through, like, dry spells, and then it'll be spring break. A disaster. You know what I mean? You just, <laughs> just can't, what was the, like, you can't do anything without, like, buying a watch. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're just like, like I'm going to be, I'm going to be a good, I'm going to be a good moral watch collector, and I'm not going to buy any more watches. And then you go to Cabo, and you're just doing, like, shots out of people's belly buttons and just buy watches. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, there there was uh yeah, there was a bad time there for for a second when there was a lot that came in. What's the what's the Jägermeister of the watch world? Uh, what's the what's what's a watch that's like I guess easily accessible, fairly ubiquitous but ev- but everyone has some kind of horrible story about. You know what almost happened with me that that kind of reminds me of that is Casio F91Ws. Okay. And getting into the weeds on those and all of the different JDM versions so and all many the different versions. colors. I almost fell into that hard. Thankfully, I only ended up with like three. <laughs> <laughs> I came out relatively unharmed. I only have three watches. That's so good. Yeah, because you could put you could put like I don't know ten different types in your cart and be like, ah, oh, it's only forty bucks. <laughs> I'm still I'm still under forty five dollars. I need yeah. another twenty to get free shipping. That's forty more watches. That's yeah, funny. I almost don't even want to talk about it because thinking about it now makes me want to find like <laughs> this very particular JDM version with the number that looks this way and not that do you, way. Do you, it's do you, super hard to get. Do you have Cassio FOMO? You have, is, is Cassio FOMO kicking in right now? It can happen. It can happen. We'll move on. <laughs> good wrist check. Fuck, I'm choking. Lead by inhaler. Good wrist check. Before we get into the main topic, boom. Let's jump into some motherfucking housekeeping. Everyone, go visit twobookwashknobs.com. Um, tons of fun stuff always ending up on the site. Michael and I have been hitting it pretty hard the past few months, and it's, it's, it's been great. Um, I'm still hitting my um, kind of this this uh, collection of pieces that I'm doing that's sort of foundational. And so by foundational, I mean, you know, um, stuff on the website that talks about very general aspects of watches. So I have like a, a piece that's just talking about dive watches. I have a piece that's just talking about moon phase watches. I just published um, the most recent iteration of the of those pieces. Um, it's just on automatic watches. Um, and everything in there that I talk about, it's broken up into three sections. There's, um, there's automatic uh, dive watches, automatic dress watches, and then automatic sort of like everyday fieldy kind of watches. Um, everything should be... 500 bucks or under some of them might be pushing into 550 but that's just the msrp going like amazon or some shit you should find most of that stuff easily yeah excuse me under (laughs) under 500 so go and check that out ton of fun some useful information in there if you think i have any watches missing which i'm fucking sure i do let me know in the comments what's up um michael you like this this timex expedition north and titanium automatic press release that you put up I have mixed feelings about it. I think it looks, I think it looks really, really cool. And, you know, I talk about it in the article, uh, besides the, the titanium that stood out to me, 
the first thing I did was look to see if it had a screw down crown. We talked about the uh, issues uh, of masturbating to screw down crowns and how <laughs> how necessary they are. But I still do it. I still look to see if if watches have them. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty cool that this one has that, and um, it is it is it does seem rather large. It does seem it's rather large. Forty one millimeters. That's too big. But I think it's diff- that's going to be difficult to uh, – this is almost a watch, and, and I think because of the price, it's almost like uh, maybe like maybe TBWS can like buy one and then we can review it or something just to see it in person. Um, oh, it has an 8215. I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased that those Miyota A2 series are still being used in watches. I love that. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think Timex uses those a lot mm-hmm. probably. Um, that's so cool. It doesn't have, really, but it's but it, no. it's cool. I don't care for the uh, I don't care for the leather strap. It's supposed to be made out of some, I don't know, some water eco friendly. I don't know. I don't know how you make eco friendly leather. Is it like an ethically drowned otter? Did they ethically drown a family of otters? <laughs> Cow is still dead. Uh, the, <laughs> can I get an otter strap? I bet you. I bet you. I don't know, dude. If you go to like the the deep deep depths of the Paneristi forum, some guy's got an otter strap with his forty eight millimeter hey man. <laughs> radio mirror. Hey man, you want otter? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want otter. We got otter. Cool. <laughs> it's only leather watch strap that you can dive in. That's right. It's otter. Yeah. If any, if anyone in the watch community is going to be guilty of uh, illegal leather trading, it's going to be the Paneristis. Mm-hmm. Monkey leather, dog <laughs> leather. You're going to get some bald eagle leather in the mail. All kinds, of, all, all God's rich tapestry of murdered and desiccated dried creatures. So you could put them on your watch. Uh, it's, it's probably the Paneristi community. I used to hold the bald eagle. <laughs> okay, I promise we'll get back to watches. I don't want to talk about watches. I'm talking about eagles. I used you to hold the bald eagle in such high reverence mm-hmm. because, but you know, because of its patriotic ties and the beauty. There's so many of them here, and they like fly in front of your car, and it's really you know people hit them. I don't know. Poor, poor birds. We have wild bald eagles here too. Like, like <laughs> Becky and I saw one as we were like driving on the road. We were just like, oh my god. We like pulled over. Oh my god. So regal, and I'm just like I'm looking at this bird, and I'm like, I don't know. The bird's probably just like looking for a rat to kill and eat. Like it doesn't give a shit, you know what I mean? But it, it is it is a beautiful animal when it's like on a telephone pole, like staring. It's like it, you know what I mean? Like I think I think on a bald eagle leather strap, this Timex, I might like it a little more. Right? Uh, I think that's a really <laughs> good way of showing your patriotism and exploring uh, America's fine wilderness. With an ethically clubbed to death bald eagle leather strap. <laughs> I don't think they're endangered anymore. <laughs> so, oh, fantastic. Anyway. Even more, dude. Yeah. Open her up. Let's... Jokes aloud. <laughs> jokes aloud. Uh, can we get an official TBWS, like, jokes aloud sensor? Like, someone to just, like, in real time check our jokes, like they do on live television where there's, like, a 10 second delay. So they can, like. Th- I... That's a big show. Yeah. If, if we ever go live, that'd be cool. Like a live, yeah, we want to get into live streaming, so if you want to help us out with that, yeah. Yes, if someone can help us, that would be fantastic. You know what's interesting with this? Oh, as I hit my fucking elbow. I wish this Timex um, titanium field expedition, whatever the fuck, if it was 200 meters, 
it probably would have been a, the perfect size. Yeah, yeah, they they probably tried to bulk it up, and that's the know. only reason I could think that they that they that it's forty one millimeters and clearly so chunky is because they needed to hit two hundred meters water resistance. Mm. To me, I don't give a shit. That's not important. <clears throat> we'll we'll see how I, I I think I haven't tried to look for reviews or anything like that, but I don't I don't think they're going to be crazy popular. But uh, there's. Timex every once in a while they they do some really cool stuff like they have they have solar field watches mm. that are not I don't know they're not popular or anything but um I don't know maybe this this little this flirting with titanium can go into I don't know the camper series or something that'd be pretty cool ooh that's a fun one well here let's switch gears let's talk about the most unfield watch watch uh that's on our front page right now. Uh, you did a press release on this. Michael, what the fuck is this? Christopher Ward chiming watch. The C1. Bel Canto. Bel Canto. Bel Canto. Just so you know. Beautiful song. <clears throat> this is a really funny watch. And and I'm, I'm not being... I'm not editorializing just the opening to this article. Uh, there there was somebody in, in just the thick of wind-up. Somebody, you know, listens to this show. He's like, hey... Christopher Ward has a, you know, a chiming watch. It's in his pocket, and I guess he's people had it in his pocket. <laughs> yes, and I, I can, you know, you can keep me honest. There, there are other articles that say the same thing, um, but yeah, this was kind of a secret of the show and was being shown like to a limited set of people. I, I thought the entire thing kind of sounded absurd. Christopher Ward was doing really great at the show. Their table was it was one of the larger tables and it was always very crowded. And I thought to myself, you know, it's, it's not necessarily easy to go hands on with Christopher Ward, but we've handled them before. And there's quite a bit on the site. I wanted to, I wanted to use my limited time there to like check out other stuff that we haven't really looked at before on the site. So this kind of flew past me Mm -hmm. and then this came out and I think it's really, really cool because I think Christopher Ward is one of those brands that was, sort of almost a micro brand maybe years ago closer yeah. to the time that we started this podcast and i think that they've done enough to pay their dues to where they can have some fun mm-hmm. you know like they've 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 released enough greatest hits stuff to where they can just go crazy this one time and do kind of show off with what they do and the way the way that they um the way that they made this movement they repurposed I think it's uh i think it's jumping hour movement that they repurposed to to make this uh this chiming mechanism the funniest thing about this watch and this is not this is not a ding at christopher ward this is this isn't a watch where you push a button and it starts like clanking away like a minute repeater mm-hmm. this is just a watch that as the top of the hour comes there is a single ding with that little hammer. Just ding. That's it. It's kind of anticlimactic. Wait, I can't even trigger the mechanism? I have to wait for that hour? Yeah, you have to wait for the hour. Can I so, have it not do that? What if I'm in a meeting? So that's what that pusher at 4 o'clock is for. You can turn that feature on or off. So you, there's like a little red hand down there, and it's pointing either at the... Just, the quiet looking wave or the crazy looking wave. 
I just experienced a fantastic 180 because like I'm sitting here thinking like, oh man, this is great. This is like a chiming minute repeater. And then I saw the price. It's only $3,500. What a steal. Now I learned it just makes a little bell sound at the top of the hour for $3,500. I don't know. I still think it's kind of cool. It's all titanium and on the bracelet. That's kind of cool. That it looks really, I I mean, it's a fantastic looking watch. It's beautiful. it is definitely I made a joke. It's kind of it's kind of a bad joke, but um, I made the joke that Christopher Ward, Christopher Ward finally solved their their branding slash logo problem uh, by just taking not, it off the dial altogether. It's not on this watch, <laughs> but uh, I think it results in this kind of concept watch. Look. It it certainly has a concept watch kind of vibe. It is definitely uh, a good looking watch. But I, I think it's fun. I think it's really fun. Uh, it's cool that they uh, kind of waited until just after the, after the shows that they did to, to show it off. And, mm. you know, I, I th- this this reminds you that Christopher Ward is still here. They're still going to keep spicing things up. And you know, they've done mono pushers in the past and jumping hour watches. And they, they've they've done kind of stuff like this before. But it, it, it was it almost got lost in the noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this just stands out a little bit more. It looks like, almost looks like an MBNF kind of deal. It, has a, it definitely has that kind of vibe. So I can and definitely... they're all sold out. Like, I think very, very quickly sold out. Oh, wow. Okay. So I can't, I, I can't, I can't get one. So people like it. So People like it or they think they're supposed to like it. Either way, they're all sold out. Mm-hmm. Good job, cool. Christopher Ward. Yeah. You're definitely right, though. They've entered this phase of just, I guess, like the brand of like having fun. Yeah. Seeing what they can do and push. So cool. Very, very cool. Ah, all right. Um, oh, yes. Check out twobrookwashups.com. You can check out Mike's thoughts on the Titanium um, Timex Expedition release. Also on the Christopher Ward Belcanto. That's not how you say it. Belcanto C1 uh, Chiming Watch. You can also check out my piece on automatic watches if you'd like. Don't have to. It's all good. Um, keep an eye out on the site in general. Um, Michael, you're working on um, like a general pilot watch piece. I'm working on a solar watch piece, and I'm girding my loins in preparation for my uh, my Daniel Wellington review. Nice. Gird your fucking loins, man. I'm going to be tasting nice. blood after that review. I have to continue the saga of, of reviewing... Shunned upon watches. Shunned is a good word. Not bad, but shunned. Not bad, but shunned. Um, I did the Vincero watch. I did a Fossil watch. I did a Michael Kors watch. I want to do a Daniel Wellington. I want to do a Scoggin. I want to do... Um, let's see what else I would want to do. Maybe maybe, maybe a Shinola. Some, someone's got to send you like a Royal Oak when you're done with all this. Just just a palate cleanse. <laughs> here, here, man, you need this more than I do. Oh, thanks, thanks. Wow, that's, <laughs> that. that's cool. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Exactly. That's oh, all right. I got my Grand Seiko. That's all the palate cleanse I need. A Mercy Royal Oak. A Mercy Royal Oak's the only way I'm going to get one. By Mercy. All right, let's do this. Shall we? Do you, Michael, do you want to talk about field watches and our changing bodies? The history of the field watch. 
Um, I'm not gonna get. I am not prepared for that. Yeah, no, listen. If way. anyone wanted a history lesson, hang the fuck up now, because we are not gonna give you a history lesson on field watches. It is just that's not this episode. Maybe it could be another episode, but what we wanted to do is, um, I think maybe provide some options outside of the typical ones that get shared to folks. Uh, for anyone that's interested in either an everyday sort of military e-watch or just a field, they just want a field watch. And Michael, I do have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are any one of your choices a Hamilton khaki? No. Fantastic. Neither are any of mine. I love that. But we can we can start talk. We can talk about that. It, it is really one of the probably the most recommended. One hundred percent. Yeah. I I think I I must have spent just when I was getting into the hobby again years ago. I've spent so much time looking at Hamilton khaki videos, and and there are, there are even more options available today. And hmm. I I tried on the the thirty eight millimeter hand wine. Oh yeah. Um, and the feel mechanical. If it's really really well. Nice. I think I think it's a nice watch. People make people make fun of it. Um but yeah, I don't, I, I think it's great. But there's there is there's a lot more out there and you don't necessarily have to uh go into this um this mil spec vibe either if you're going for for a field watch. There there are other options. You don't have to go into this mil spec vibe and I think um I think it's really easy for folks to want to try to find something that's an authentic, oh, I want to find an authentic military field watch. Like, just get something that riffs on the design and looks cool. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's 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 going to be okay. You have nothing to prove with your fucking field watch. You're cool. Everyone knows you're cool. It's fine. Like, <laughs> just get something that looks that looks nice to you. Um, but I'm I'm very happy that that none of us chose um, anything from the Hamilton khaki line. Again, not knocking it. It's just probably the most ubiquitously recommended field watch. It's the field watch that everyone thinks of when you mention field watch in a room full of watch nerds. Yeah, They're probably. I think, I think so. of the khaki. Like they're good there. And there's um there's handwind mechanicals that you're just talking about. There's also automatics. There's a lot of different versions. Um, some of them tend to be in the more sort of field watch area and then some of them can kind of lean closer to that field slash pilot watch area which we were talking about a little bit i can't remember if we were doing that on air or in the patreon pre-talk um before the clap but like that crossover tends to happen too sometimes but yeah okay Mm -hmm. i'm very excited do you want to go first um yeah i can i can go first let me let me open up my list um just picture you opening like an old Encyclopedia Britannica, like the spine cracks, like the book slams down. I'm like, well, let's see what I wrote down. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Some people might think this is a cop out, but on the subject of things that uh, are field, field watchy, fieldy, mm-hmm. fieldy, fieldy watchy, fieldy, yes. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily have this military tie to it. Um, I'm, I had a very, uh, kind of deep obsession with this watch in the past it fizzled out i still think about it sometimes but i'm just gonna say it because there are so many available now mm. and i'm gonna say seiko alpinist it has That's a very interesting actually um it's it what it i feel as if it was a very popular watch back when you you could only get that one non-prospects 
Green dial green, with the dog green letters. Green dial. Yeah. Yeah. That that watch is it's like deep cult status with that watch, uh, and there there are new versions now. There's the, the one that I like the most is the SBDC zero eight seven black dial. You can get that on a bracelet. Believe that was the pro- oh sorry. That that was the problem with the green one. Uh, you know, people didn't really have bracelet options or or. Uh, OEM bracelet options at the very least and uh, you had to wear it the leather was I, I think that strap that strap that's the that strap is the origin of dog leather it that's is. where that's when we started <laughs> that's when one of us said that <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you um, for reference the pre um, presage or prospects but whatever the fuck line that the Alpen's it's prospects I think you're right um, the original reference, the discontinued reference, is the um, is Sarb 017. That's the original one um, yeah. that Michael was referencing with the dog leather. Yeah, and the line is the the collection is is really deep. Even mm-hmm. if you go into the discontinued stuff, there's there's quartz versions. There's a, like a there's white one. There's an old white dial one, right? I think there's one that's a quartz GMT perpetual, which is super hard to get. Nice. <laughs> and it's it's really freaking cool. But I you know, if if you're looking for something, it's got that screw down crown, it's got the two hundred uh, meters of water resistance. Can you hear a plane flying? I can there? I can hear a plane. Are you okay? I'm fine. It's there <laughs> it's the uh, C seventeens in this area. Um <laughs> Yeah, if th- this doesn't have that mil spec look at all, if if that's not your no. thing, and you can still get the green one, you can still get the uh, the black. There's an ivory kind of cream colored dial version, and maybe a few other ones that I'm not thinking about today. This is definitely a field watch because I you're you're right on the money. I would constitute this as um, as a field watch. It's definitely something that's taken a kind of familiar design, but just really made it its own, like. Yeah, you took Seiko off of this dial and showed me a photo. Like, oh, that's 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 the Alpinist or Alpinist. How the fuck you say it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Interesting though. Yeah, it is. It is a field watch. And you can, uh, oh. if, if if you want to get into land navigation with a compass, you have that compass uh, inner rotating bezel that you can mess with. So. All right. So so, I I I need you to learn me on this. I move the compass. Like I manually move the compass with my with my stupid hands, right? Yeah, to a reference, yeah. Oh, so if I know like a mountain over there is east, if I point that, if I point east on my what? No, hold on. You can orient yourself with the bezel, and that's as much as I know. I have, I have completely forgotten my Boy Scout days. So don't ask me too I many wish, questions. I wish we had a clippy compass. A clippy compass would solve all of these fucking issues right now, dude. <laughs> I lost it. I can't find it. You need a compass to find your clippy compass. God damn uh, it. <laughs> kind of dowsing rods to find lost compasses. <laughs> this is why I was kind of doubtful at the beginning. So yeah, 548 for this one uh, on Seiya Japan right now. Good price. That's a good price. Cool. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is a good opener. Then my turn. What you got? This is the one that I think might be discontinued, Michael. What the fuck happened? What Maybe happened? I can help you. Maybe I can help you. What happened what to the Timex MK1 series? 
Oh, really? That's so. You mean like the chrono, kind of like the chronograph that you reviewed? I had a piloted chronograph, but the Timex MK1 series has a lot of sort of vintage military inspired um, timepieces. Uh, but yeah. they're they're not on the site anymore. Into this Amazon link, this random ass Amazon link. The Timex MK1 series is a series of vintage inspired um, watches from Timex. Timex has some military watch history, but a lot of these ones in the MK1 series are um, not necessarily representative of, of Timex's sort of small chapter in, in um, American military watches, but they're very cool. They're very, very cool looking in that they look like a classic field watch. But honestly, for under a hundred bucks, sometimes even like less than fifty bucks, you can find something that looks fucking awesome. Um, I used to have a Timex MK1 chronograph. If you Google that, you should be able to find my review on it. Um, that was aluminum, like the case was aluminum, and it had Indiglo, and it was a quartz chronograph, and it had a sweet ass acrylic dome. It was so cool. Like if you're if you're someone that's somewhat of a field watch sort of purist but you don't want to pay like three or four or five hundred bucks i would try to hunt down one of these timex mk1 series pieces because you can find some pretty cool field watch stuff in there and, and some fieldy pilot watch stuff in there too so first of all what i think is happening is i think the mark one stuff that we used to see i think a lot of that are it seems like all of it because you go onto the page and it's no search results. When exactly. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that stuff either got discontinued or folded into the larger expedition lineup. Uh, but, but I get to your credit, the, 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 the watch that you reviewed is not here anymore. And that's a very cool watch. Yeah. Um, second, uh, I feel like kind of a dumbass because, when you look at the expedition lineup now, there is an expedition North field mechanical. It's not titanium, but it is on bracelet and it's 38 millimeters and it looks very freaking cool. Oh, wow. Where? Let me see. <laughs> I can, uh, if I can slack it to you, it looks super cool. Like in my way. It's oh, is ex- it this, is it this dark one? This dark one with this sort yes. of like, this thing has like IWC vibes and I don't yeah, throw that man. around very often. <laughs> yeah. It it's very cool. Cool. Okay. I'm catching what you're throwing down. Time yeah, works. that 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 I remember that chronograph. Um that that collection was cool because they had uh they even had resin versions, you said, right? That were the yeah. same only? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just what the fuck I, I think you're right. I think some of them got rolled into expedition and then there's a category on here that's just called vintage military. Are any of the MK series in here? If you go to Amazon, you can still find them. So if you like the field watch look but you don't want to pay, you know, entry level for a Hamilton khaki is something like three or four hundred bucks. If you don't want to pay that, if you want to pay fifty bucks or maybe a little under, I would check out uh, if you go to Amazon and just type in Timex MK1, or if you just Google Timex MK1, you'll you can still find them. Um, I don't know what the fuck Timex has done on their website. Hmm. Are you putting Are you putting that 38 millimeter Expedition on the bracelet in your cart right now? 
Are you, yo, dog? Are you PayPal crediting, credit, credit, credit carding that shit, dude? PayPal a very, financing. A very dangerous feature. Um, <laughs> uh, this this helps me get into my next uh, my next choice because I'm I'm feeling the frustration. I so you're you're talking about Timex Mark One. I. I was gonna bring up just the regular Timex Camper. And love that watch. I I suffer because when I look for these, I always look for the 36 millimeter versions. Mm. And for some reason, and it seems like this, what you've just discovered might make this even harder. The camper stuff that I find that I really like always, almost always ends up being some kind of Japan exclusive. So there is, you can find a Timex camper, 36 millimeters, resin like olive olive green resin basically just like that very real vietnam issued look but it's it's not sold in the states um so i was going to mention something from the camper collection if you can find it (laughs) (laughs) if you can find it they you know what i actually want to search camper get your little coupon out of my face timex (laughs) <laughs> yeah even if you search okay there's some camper stuff on here now uh but not really like what you find for the the jdm stuff i did have i did have a 36 millimeter steel camper with the vintage looking dial i remember i'm no just looking more. at photos of the resin one this is so cool come on timex yeah that that's kind of my off the beaten path choice, which it really shouldn't be. I think even if they make them thirty eight or they they did act they did used to have a lot of those on their site. They weren't they weren't difficult to find, but I don't know. Seems like they're moving in a different direction now, at least for at least for the U.S. stuff. Hmm. So Timex if, Camper, if you can find it in green resin, that's your choice. Yeah. Let me um. I mean, a time-only expedition is a good alternative uh, because it's quartz and it's Timex. And but let me see, Timex Camper Thirty Six. I usually look at eBay, and they're all they're all Japan, and the price is, I mean, seventy bucks. You know, here and there, uh, one eighty-nine for a steel one, but between seventy and eighty bucks, they they show up, but they're all in Japan. <laughs> And I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll take the risk one day and try just order one and see if it comes to my house. Or how are you gonna order it? eBay. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for right. it. Go for it. I mean, like yeah. that's that's what I did with the Christmas Chrono. Yeah. If you if if this is something that you're into, like you will have to look for it on on eBay and do the whole JDM import thing, mm-hmm. which which isn't too hard, but. Okay, catch you once you throw them down. That's a good one. I like, how, I like how we chose two Timexes across their entire catalog, which are no longer that, available. That are tough to find. <laughs> There's plenty of perfectly fine, easily available Timexes for us to choose from, but no. If it's, hey, if it sounds intriguing, part of this is the hunt, so... That is true. Yeah. 
That is true. All right, let me, is it my go? Yeah. Couple versions of this next watch. Walk through. Ooh, hmm. I'm gonna cheat, I'm gonna choose two. God, I want this Timex. All right, go ahead. Get it, I want, I want, dude, I don't want to tell anyone, it's just me and you, bro. It's cool. My bank will know. My bank will know. <laughs> um, I'm going to choose a brand that's probably not thought of initially as something that would have a lot to offer for the field watch category. So my second pick is technically a brand, and it's two watches in the brand. Michael, do you mind if I cheat? I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you to cheat. Let's talk about Citizen. I think All right. as a brand, Citizen offers a lot more than people really give them credit for. Um, in particular, um, send you this. Let me send you this link here. There is Citizen has a line of, in my opinion, really affordable um, titanium watches. And so, when I was on my field watch hunt, I was obsessed with trying to find a Citizen titanium Eco Drive watch for under forty millimeters. Okay. Um, there's two watches. One of them fits those fits that criteria. The other one doesn't. But I think both of these are honestly fantastic choices. So the first one, let me send you this link here. Ah, all right. The first choice that I have here is the Citizen Garrison uh, reference number because there's a few Garrisons. This reference number is BM8. 560-53E. This is an EcoDrive Titanium, very legible, very wearable, even though it's 42 millimeters um, fuel wash. It comes on a bracelet. You can put this thing on any fucking straps you want. I think it's going to be gorgeous. It MSRPs at 425, but you can find it for you know, in the 300s easily um, mm. at, at, at any point, you know, so... I think for me, when I think of a field watch, I think of something that encapsulates this idea of not necessarily hitting hitting a look brief, but I throw the watch on, I forget it's on, I don't have to worry about babying it. You know what I mean? But I think it's easy for folks to feel like that could be a dive watch, but in my mind... Dive watch has a bezel. I'm going to fidget with it. Sometimes dive watches aren't very legible. And so I was keeping a lot of those criteria in mind when I was looking for my field watch. Um, like I said, I didn't get this field watch because for me, it's too big at 42 millimeters. But I know for some folks out there, um, it would be just right. So this is this is one of my citizen picks. And um, and it's EcoDrive. Like, Can't come on. That. It's yeah. it's like it's titanium. It's eco drive. It's super legible. Like for under four hundred bucks, that's fucking hard to beat, man. You know. Mm -hmm. I, seen I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know about this collection at all. Garrison okay. collection. Yeah, I don't know why it's called Garrison. Um, they might not have sounded cool. I, <laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> I don't know. This is, that's 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 what we should call the TBWS Sex Dungeon. Oh, do you want do you want to meet at the garrison? Yeah, dude. The garrison. The garrison. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so good. Here is the second citizen watch piece that I want to um, 
call out as being a good winner for Citizen, and it actually does fit um, much of the criteria uh, that I shared. So let me share this with you here. But this is not part of the Citizen Garrison line. This is part of the Citizen Promaster land line. So your watch is a Citizen Promaster diver, EcoDrive. This mm -hmm. is part of the Citizen Promaster land. So it's just... Oh, I like this one. Land this one watch. Like. This one's very cool. Okay. Um, so this is very similar uh, field watch style-ish kind of dial. Um, it has the Promaster Land logo on there. Actually, it kind of looks like a broad arrow, which is sort of funny. Um, titanium, 39 millimeters. Good loom. The only thing that really pushed me away from it is it's radio controlled, but it only works on the Japanese tower. <laughs> yep I've played that game before uh, I don't want to play it again <laughs> I was about to ask what that I was like oh what's that pusher for oh I see it yep so there are apps out there that people say can get it to work like that there's an app that'll mimic um, the signal for um, the, the tower in Japan and the watch will pick up on that and it's just like mm. that's kind of weird it, to me, the field watch is supposed to be no fuss. Yeah. Trying to hold my watch up against my phone so it can hear a bunch of clicks and clacks from the radio tower app is not no fuss. That's the opposite of fuss. No, I mean, Plus, that, no what if what if like you're in a Walking Dead situation and then I don't know the tower catches fire and then that's it. The world is over and your watch never knows. How am I? Time. How am I going to sync radio time? No, I don't know. It's just. It, <laughs> But I love this watch. I, I, I really wish it could have worked um, with this watch. It's available in this kind of blue. It's available in black, but with the black sort of um, gunmetal bezel, fixed bezel. Everything else is still stainless, and it's also available in, um, in green. And it's got like the, the, um, the kind of offset red second hand. It looks like a lightsaber and everything like that. But this, I think if you're looking for something that's a field watch, but not so vintage military inspired and you like the idea of something maybe even possibly being uh, kind of like a go anywhere do anything almost like a dad watch if you really wanted to like think about it because I've been thinking a lot about dad watches and shit lately like this this kind of where my head was going with a lot of the, the Citizen Promaster stuff or, the, or, or, or with a lot of the Citizen stuff I like this one. I, I I wish they probably have that look though in a similar look in a watch that's not radio controlled. I looked, man. I looked yeah. everywhere. Yeah. The closest thing I could find was that garrison line. Like if I found something that was under forty millimeters that looked exactly like this, but wasn't fucking radio controlled, and it was under five hundred bucks. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, so, those are my two picks for my second slot. So sorry I cheated. I, I your second slot is a brand. It's your show. I mean, you. <laughs> I can't tell you what to do. It's our show, our show, Michael. You have you have veto power. <laughs> veto power. No, veto uh, power. I'm on my last one. Okay. I was gonna pick. Um, I picked this watch because I I think. I think when people look at the brand there's the watch that i'm wearing now 
there's the divers and then this thing gets tossed to the bottom like nobody looks at these hmm. and they're I, th- I think I know the reason and I'll get to that but it's just called the Marathon General Purpose Watch uh, is that really what it's called? yeah it's just the Marathon General Purpose Watch um, and okay. I think uh, hmm, let me find a good let me find a good link to send you from Mac um, Mac <laughs> gonna write us an email after this uh hey hey guys love the show stop saying my fucking name on air it's like sorry mark (laughs) sorry sir this is cool i like this Uh, so this thing i i was looking at them because i i felt sad i felt a little sad that i didn't have my my cute little 36 millimeter timex anymore and i had a, a cwc melor 72 which i also got rid of um, so I wanted something like, you know, like kind of small, nice and tight, uh-huh. tight little watch. Um, and this came to mind, but it's 34 millimeters. And I think that's why people don't really, uh, go for them all that much. The lug width is 16 millimeters. Yes. But that case, if you look at the case, just the lugs, they're kind of fat. I don't know. Yeah. There, are, there are parts of the watch that are just big and fat that don't have to be and i think maybe that's marathon trying to design it so it it looks like it it visually looks like there's some more heft to it Mm. i kind of want to try one out uh you can get it so the one that i sent you because it has the tritium tubes uh it's selling here for 297 uh you can get it just with uh without the tritium tubes and it's even cheaper i think it's around maybe 240 or something Okay, it's not bad. Um, there is a so this one's quartz also. There are other versions that are more expensive with uh I think a hand wind movement. I'm not sure. But if I were gonna do if I was gonna do this, I'd go quartz all the way. Mm. This is this is an interesting one. I could see you I could see you rocking this too. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the opposite of my first suggestion. Right. This, this is full on the whole military thing that I think a lot of field watches try to try to tap into. To do it then, I guess. I th- I think they they probably make a lot of these and they're shipped by the crateful to, you know, I don't know, maybe police departments, law enforcement, military, and it's just maybe borderline disposable watch. Just a box is, of watches. That's kind of that's kind of how those those uh, those early Benruses were, those Timexes, um, those Vietnam era watches were were, I think, meant to be mostly disposable. Um, but this thing, I'm sure, can last you a, a lifetime. I. Th- they may have even updated these like the navigator that I have because it looks like the crown is steel and I can't see the case back here, but that may be, it may have gone through a similar, uh, update kind of like my, my navigator. Okay. This this is a good one. I, I think, I think people, yeah, like I said, people don't really look at these all that much in, in the, 
in the wave no. of Hamilton Hamilton khakis that <laughs> people are looking at for field watches. And when people think about marathon, this is not the type of watch that it would kind of necessarily that would like bubble to the surface for them. No, the T SAR is super popular yeah. and the G SAR and those divers and stuff. Cool. This is a cool one. All right. Is it my last? Is it my last pick? Is it my go? Do it. Do it. Hey. Do it. <laughs> I love I love how our references are within such a very specific period of time. Like I wonder which point when the references we make will just make us creepy old men. The Rob Schneider, the Rob Schneider one from last time from Big Daddy was very that was very specific. That was very niche. I I'm just amazed that like that I know someone that appreciates that scene as much as I do. We're the we're the same person. This is, <laughs> so you can't true. escape it. I'm your past, your present, and your future. I'm oh sorry. man. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me send you this link. This is my third choice. Again, another brand I don't think people necessarily maybe gravitate towards for a field watch but i chose this one for a couple of reasons i just sent michael a link for the bulova bulova i don't know why i always fuck up their name bulova uh a11 hack watch the modern reissue this is a 37 millimeter um mechanical very minimal in relation to other field watches uh field watch with a hard lean towards um towards a bit more of a historic vibe but not so much of a tactical vibe if that makes sense yeah i almost picked this one really Ooh. very very close because they, there's <laughs> there's that whole a11 uh collection hack yeah. watch thing they make a lot of them mm-hmm. uh some some of the ones that are a little bit bigger they they uh i think they try to go more for that classic world war ii yeah kind of deal uh but this one's a little different this this has its own character it's not like you said that's a really good way of putting it it's not as tactical looking it's not as tactical looking um i love this uh uh dual-sided i don't know if it's technically floating but the fixed bezel has this um uh this sort of texture to it it's also repeated on the back of the watch as well so it has kind of like a the phrase but it has a quote-unquote like old worldly sort of vibe to it like i i i was seriously looking at this watch when i was on my field watch hunt as well um and ultimately ended up not uh, going for it because it was a little too it was a little too vintage inspired if that's even fucking possible <laughs> yeah you know I, mean? I wouldn't i wouldn't see you with this but I think this is a really good option for someone that wants a field watch that is vintage inspired. That is not so like, like 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 you know like you were like you were referencing my reference like tactically inspired. It's automatic. It has um, this is another Miyota Eight Two series movement in here. Um, to three hander. It hacks. It does not manually wind, if I recall correctly, about the um, Miyota Eight Two um, Eight Two series. It is a double dome acrylic. And it was a double dome mineral crystal, excuse me. Um, they only got 50 meters of water resistance, so I guess the Timex titanium field has a beat. Hmm. 
Yeah, this was this was my third pick. I thought this would be a really fun way of rounding out, like starting with the Timex, um, you know, um, Mark One. Is it Mark One or MK One? I've been saying MK One or Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat One is it Mark One? I'm saying Mark. I've decided. I've decided when I see MK, I'm just gonna say Mark every time. Mark. Okay. Well, it's total <laughs> like the the journey of starting with my selection of the Timex Mark One series, and then which had more of that sort of like um uh, 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 vintagey tactical inspired vibe. Then transitioning to like the Citizen Garrison, the Citizen Promaster Land, which had more of a field watch without the history vibe, and then rounding out with this, which is just history, no kind of tactical vibe. I thought was a really um, felt like a really good pairing of watches of uh, field watches you wouldn't normally kind of see in a group together, and they 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 paired really well with yours. You chose solid picks, man. Well, I feel like a bozo because I wish I wish I knew about this uh, Expedition North thirty-eight millimeter. This thing. Well, now you do, Michael. Whoa, this thing. Yeah, IWC vibes. That's the, the second I saw it, I'm like, oh shit! All right, yeah, catching what you're throwing down. <laughs> I didn't know you did this, Timex. Why? What have you done? North. Dead. Thirty. Oh wait. <gasps> I think there's a solar one. No. That's impossible. <laughs> that's too good to be true. No, no, okay. I, I misread that. No, that's a different collection. Because I was going to say, hang the fuck up right now. <laughs> they do make a solar one. It doesn't It doesn't look like this. Uh, I think it's... Uh, it's it, it looks more like the... Um, kind of your more traditional... Timex Expedition, which is still very cool. So, but man, this this with that dark stainless steel, ugh, man. Let's see how much is this thing. It's on the Timex website for two fifty. Can I buy it? Can I buy it? Can I buy it? Can that's I get from, it? That's what I'm trying <laughs> to figure out. <laughs> Timex. I don't even see video reviews of this one. Like if I search Timex Expedition North Field Mechanical. 38 seeing if the, anyone's reviewed this seeing if the watch or if the line gets a lot of google search if it gets google search i'm fine Whoa. buying it for the site I mean, there's there's not even somebody that's got a youtube video on this thing wow imx north field i'm seeing the new one i'm seeing the uh the 41 some folks have gotten that one in hand and they're they're uh reviewing it but this one is i've never seen this hmm. anyway let's do a little more digging off air we can figure out if maybe it'd be worth i don't need grabbing it. it i don't need it i don't need it <laughs> no you don't need it michael but do you want it we don't need any of this <laughs> you're not wrong but let's see this is this, this is a handsome fucking watch. What, what what an interesting discovery we had on our field watches and your changing body episode. Yeah, my body has definitely changed. Our bodies have <laughs> our bodies have changed together. We've we've the, changed together across the country, Michael. It's the power of technology bringing I'm our a, changing I'm bodies a, together. I'm a different man down below after seeing this. Uh, you know, we 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 could have we could have happened chance to cross each other and and, and and fucking omegle or however you say it, but you know what? Instead, we did it. Uh, we did it on our podcast. Yeah. Our bodies changed together. 
I'm proud of us. Can I uh, can I give a shout out to an absurd honorable mention that has no business being in the same price bracket? Yes, it's just way too expensive. Yes. Does the Omega Railmaster count as a field wash? I I mean I think so. I didn't get that watch. People at home, don't worry. I did not buy that watch. <laughs> Crossed my mind though. Yeah, that that one is. I would I would consider this a field watch. Yeah. This is a handsome watch. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. It's really nice. Would you get it on bracelet or with? Uh, oh, you have to do. Yes, you, you have to do it on bracelet. Yeah. It's out of my control. I think this one has a jumping hour too. It does. Oh my god, that's like my new favorite feature. I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> Coax movement and everything like that, and it's just yeah. I actually tried one of the Railmasters on. Uh, I actually tried on the blue denim with like the stupid denim strap. I think I tried mm-hmm. one on one of the Disney cruises. A f- like the last time I was on a Disney cruise, fucking pre-pandemic, um, totally blew me away. I remember hearing about it. I didn't think anything else about it, and then I tried it on. Um, I ran into someone there that was also looking at watches and they were just like they were just like you try that one on that one's a gem and I'm like whatever nerd you don't know me ooh this is nice <laughs> that's like when I tried on the the Seamaster the new Seamaster uh, 300 Heritage mm. uh, I kept like I kept physically taking it from the guy's hands like I would I would put it down he, he would like he'd take it take it back and like talk to me and with it in his hand and I kept reaching he just take it out of his hand I kept taking it and trying it on again <laughs> I was just give it back to me uh, yeah that's funny you have do you have do you have the hots for that watch I have the hots but that's not gonna happen anytime soon gotta uh, eat <laughs> got a man has gotta eat gotta eat and you know that that poxa came in recently so <laughs> rhymes with poxa is that, why why can't we say it why can't if we're not are we not allowed to it is, is there like a we're curse? Allowed to, yeah, doxa, yeah. i thought we got slapped with like some kind of cease and desist by the no. doxa folks i don't know what the fuck they would cease and desist, desist is for unless They're we called the watch unless we made a watch called the poxa uh I'm telling you man but this has been a ton of fun um Really hope everyone enjoyed uh, our options. Again, if you want a field watch, and if you are drawn to the Hamilton Gacky series, go nuts. Like, that is a fine field watch. We just kind of wanted to present just some non-Hamilton options, which I think we did a really good job um, doing. We got stuff that's across... I think we hit everything from quartz, solar, and mechanical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And we got some Indiglo in there and tritium tubes and traditional um, painted loom. Some Japanese, yeah. Japanese? We have a Jap... Wait, we, which one was Japanese? I guess... The Alpinist. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. And Citizen, obviously. Der. Citizen, yeah. That's funny. Oh, well, here, let's do this. Anything else we got to talk to the kiddos about? Yeah, this is fun. I like this basic basic suggestions episode if uh, uh now i'm gonna be looking at field watches all night okay 
Just, right. just, just get the Timex door field. It's... I'll, I'll tell my wife. Can't pay attention to you tonight. I need to this... look at watches. <laughs> Sweetheart, I can't. I can't give you the attention you need. I've really got to scroll through these um, these Chrono Twenty Four listings. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> kind of find. Trying to get the best deal possible I can get on this Timex Northfield. I don't know what's cooler to take a risk on one of those Japanese campers or something like this. Uh, this new ha- hands down the Japanese camper. I do. Yeah. I I feel like because it's um more of a journey, dude. Yeah, there might be more search for Timex camper also. <laughs> well, well, I don't want search to dictate what we end up getting, but I mean, yeah, let me see. Man, Bolova makes some nice watches too. There is some search, but not that much more. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I had fun. This is a good episode. Let's do this then. Is it time? Is it that sad time? Time. Gonna eat dinner. Oh, that's where you, you gotta do go eat. Don't 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 sit here talking to my stupid ass. Here, you you you, you start closing us out, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll bookend it. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Book Watch Knobs. Later. Later.